Hello, beautiful witches, and welcome to From a Fable, the Witch and the Warrior podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Runk, a witch, wife, mother, magical business owner, and your guide to changing the tale around witchcraft. This is the place to be for magical and all-around witchy topics for modern life with tips on how to live as a witch rather than keeping it a fairy tale. I'll be guiding you through bringing witches out from a life in the shadows to one of magic and purpose. The world needs witches, and I'm here to prove that. So let's get started and craft a new witchcraft experience for all. Before we get started, would you like to introduce yourself to everyone watching this video? Yes, certainly. Uh, my name is Becca. I am a career coach for multi-passionate creatives um, who want to make um, a big difference in the lives of other people using all of their gifts. Um, as such, I help them understand what they really do and help to articulate that clearly so that others can understand it too. Yes, because that is one of our biggest challenges is struggling not to just list out all of the things that we've ever tried in our lives. Yeah, exactly. Like a giant shopping list that yes. just totally confuses everybody and overwhelms everyone. Yep. Um, I like to do my own nails, but I also dabble in woodworking. Like it's <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And people kind of look at you with a kind of strange expression to say, so what exactly do you do? You know, you do all these, you have a shopping list of all these things, but how, how do you, how do I need you in my life? And I love the story that you shared earlier. So I'm, oh. I'm going to make you tell it again because <laughs> I feel like people need to hear the story because it literally, you were correct. It was the perfect analogy for how we all feel as yeah. both multi-passionates and entrepreneurs where we really want someone to like ask us what we do because we're proud of what we do and all these things we've tried and we have lots to share, but God forbid someone actually look at us. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the story I shared earlier and will tell you again, was that recently we've been letting our new cats, they're a year old, and we've been letting them outside. So they've been slowly exploring further and further afield. Um, and literally, in fact, one of them went over to the, the field behind our house the other day for the first time, which was like, I'm in the jungle. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was on an adventure. It was great fun. And this morning while I was drinking my coffee and having my breakfast, I was looking out the window to our neighbours and I was like, is that one of our cats over there? I was having my husband with us. And uh, I saw this cat go up the steps to the front door of this house and was sitting there going, meow, meow, please let me in. I want to be friends. Who, who is there? Can I come in? And the moment the door opened, he just shot away as fast as he could and shot for his bubble. <laughs> yeah, just shot straight away so so the reason why i thought this was funny and the analogy was so apt was that we're so we can be so keen to share our gifts and go up to people and say look i can do this and i can do that and i want you know i want to want to share what i'm doing but the moment that somebody actually turns the the torch onto us the light onto us we freak out and we forget what it was that we were trying to tell people yeah. And we stumble over our words and we run away and we hide in our bolt hole again. And then we, <laughs> obviously we then go through a process of beating ourselves up about the fact. And so we go through this perpetual cycle of doing it over and over again. Oh, yeah. Um, that, you know, is not so good. 
Yes. And I have to love on you a little bit because when you and I very first talked, like our very first conversation, um, I was so overjoyed the second I found you because (laughs) I legitimately had spent so much time beating myself up, like so much time beating myself up over the fact that I couldn't just pick one thing and you put it so aptly. And I still remember this. I mean, this was months ago, Yeah, but I still remember this where uh, the way you described it, you were like, yeah, because trying to narrow in on one thing is like cutting all your other limbs off. Mm. And that's what it, it feels like. Yes. Like, how could I possibly dedicate myself to this one thing? What, but all these other things are nice too. And I like them all and they all yes. feel useful. Yes. So yes. Um, do you have anything that you would like to share with those that are kind of feeling like they're the fact that they're a multi-passionate person? is do you have any words of comfort or reassurance for those that are kind of feeling like something is wrong with them, that they can't just do the one thing and (laughs) stick with it? (laughs) Of course. Well, my biggest thing is I'd say, well, one is there's absolutely nothing wrong with you whatsoever. Don't ever doubt that you're, there's something wrong with you and don't believe the people that may lead you to also believe that there's something wrong with you. That's the first step. The other thing which really helped me kind of embrace all of the things and also allow for new things to come in and existing things to fade out because we always go through this evolution of, you know, we don't stay static in our multiness. We pick new things as interests grow or our learning wants to expand. So the one thing that really helped me was to look at everything as an umbrella. Okay. So all of those things are actually part of my multiness. And it's not the individual items that are the thing I do, but it's actually them as a collective. So like they all add up to like a bigger picture. Yeah. So they're all, they're all the pathways and means to express what that really, what really is going on underneath. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so the fact that you have multiple things means that you have multiple ways of expressing this one idea over and over again in different ways. And, and for those of us that are like me who love to experiment and then, you know, you and I have talked about human design, obviously. Yeah. Martyr heretic right here. I try everything. (laughs) Fire's hot. Is it? I should probably touch it just in case. Like that's me in a nutshell. So for, I know that one of the other things that really bothered me as a multi or like what one of the things that plagued me was this sense of if something, if I wasn't like perfect at something that I tried, I didn't have, you know, obviously I wasn't meant to go down that pathway. Even if I enjoyed it, it's like, um, there's this sense of failure if you're not good at everything because people kind of coin us as Jack of all trades and it makes it difficult to actually, um, feel like we have the wiggle room to experiment and do things. So do you have any words of wisdom um, about that feeling of kind of failing if, if something doesn't immediately bear fruit as to being useful? Okay. Well, the first question I would ask you is when you were born, could you walk? No. No. So you took time to grow and to learn. And so really to expect ourselves to be brilliant straight away is a huge amount of pressure to live up to. Yes. Um, And at the end of the day, 
being brilliant is not actually the, the main reason to do something. I love that. The main reason to do something is because you love doing that thing. Is it not? Oh, it totally is. Yeah. This is why I love you. <laughs> so the fact that you choose not to, you know, there's many reasons why you choose not to pursue it any further, but to not be, don't use not being brilliant as the reason why you stop. I love that. I think there are a lot of people out there that need to hear that, that, cause I think a lot of people, I know I'm certainly one of them get stuck in this idea of perfectionism and everything we do. Don't ever do anything wrong and then you'll be fine. Yeah. And I, I think actually for Maltese, it potentially the, the pressure is more so because we can do so many things. Yes. We somehow feel that we should be brilliant at everything as well. It, it's, it's a weird, like they go together. Yeah. Like we, because we can do everything, we should be brilliant at everything. And that's not, that's not really what's going on. Not quite how it works. No, but it no. does. We, yeah, we kind of get that put on us. Like, um, any task that comes our way, we're more than willing to give a shot usually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then there's this feeling of we have to do it perfectly or it'll mean that we can't do anything else. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. we weren't as good at painting as we thought we were because we tried gardening and killed everything. Like, <laughs> you know, like somehow those two things suddenly become inexplicably related, like yes. connected to one each other. Uh, yeah. One another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and actually I think Maltese are very willing to to step into new things. They love diving into new things. Oh yes. And I love diving into new things just to find out, well, can I do the thing? Yeah. You know, or how does this thing work? That's one of the things that's driven me is like how I want to learn. How does this work thing work? Yes. How is it made? How does it work? How does it, how is it made? How does it work? And then once I've figured out how it's made and how it works, or I've tried it and, you know, realized that we don't actually, we aren't compatible. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fine. That's not my thing. And that's fine. And that's the other thing to remember too, just because we're multis doesn't mean to say we have to do everything. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like you can try a thing and if you realize that it doesn't work for you, then that's, that's absolutely fine to drop it and walk away and do something else. Yeah. I think a lot of times we don't give ourselves that freedom. We almost take on this, like we have to shoulder everything because we can do everything. Yeah. And, yeah. um, yeah. So I just, I wanted to cover that for people that are like me and need to hear yeah. that. Yeah. And so, so what I've been dying to ask you is how do you help multis in this new beautiful program, Create Lab? If someone is coming in that has 50 million projects and just wants to get one done, just yeah. one, and then they'll be fine. Like, yeah. um, how would you help them narrow down what project to work on for the duration of this program um, so that they can kind of anchor into some of the meaning that they're trying to put out into the world. But what would you walk them through when everything seems to have equal pull and equal urgency? Yeah. And I, that's a really good question, especially right now when there's not only the things that we actually wanted to do pre prior to this event happening, but now we want to take on all the burdens of the world as well and feel and often feel really guilty that we still want to pursue the things we want to pursue. Yes, absolutely. And so there, so one of the big block potential blocks is that feeling of being split. Yes. Being Pulled split between directions. Yes. 
being split between what you want to do and really what it is that you should be doing and then the shoulds that other people want to impose on you or the world yep. wants to impose upon you so there Good is that right wrongs yep. yeah yeah and you also can sit there going well who am i to be doing the things that i enjoy how why you know why should i be having fun when so many other people are not having fun right now yes um so in fact this actually really blew up for me um two or three weeks ago now um just as the just at the moment of when everything blew up in the world literally on the <laughs> literally internally um i happened to be i happened to go down unwell sick i had a mm -hmm. cold or flu or whatever it was i don't know what it was i'm still very sort of broad-minded as to what exactly it was that i had but it happened to blow up all at the same time and so as a consequence because i had brain fog i was looking online and keeping up to date with what was going on and so I just felt more and more sort of overwhelmed. It's like, how can I help? I want to help. What can I do? Yep. And where should I, where should I direct my energy? Yeah. That's a question so many people are asking right now. Yeah. Me included. Yeah. So where should, where should I be directing my energy? Um, and then of course, within a matter of days, people were putting offers online and saying, well, we can do this free. I'm reducing my prices. There's this meditation session. There's this offer. There's I'm going to give give away TV streaming for free. There's all these li libraries and galleries opening their doors for free, um, and everybody seemed to be pouring out this assistance. Yeah. And so there's this wave of feeling like you have to be doing something as well. Yes. And I was like going, well, what? What? honestly, what can I do? Cause I just felt suddenly that everything that had been important to me suddenly lost all of its importance. Yeah. Suddenly you feel like you're behind the curve and like you were focusing on all the wrong things. Yes. Yes. And you know, guilt too. Mm -hmm. Massive. Oh, so guilt. much. Yeah. Massive guilt. Um, so I knew that this was what was, that I was being pushed to act, but I didn't know how to act or what to act. And so I actually behaved myself and pulled myself back and resisted the urge to just throw something out there um, and do, do it something. just to do it. Yeah. Because I didn't, because I didn't just want to be riding that wave. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that what I did put out, which has now turned into this create lab um, actually came from a place that served the bigger picture for me. Yes. Um, because the other thing I noticed was a lot of the reaction was like, well, what to do right now, how to, you know, how to calm your anxiety right now, how to solve the problem right now. And I was thinking more long-term thinking, actually this thing is going to go on for some time. Yes. So what happens in, you know, two or three months time when this thing is still going on, what, what kind of support is there going to be for people at that point? Yep, that's true. Everyone's kind of outpouring right now, which is wonderful and it's beautiful. Absolutely. But and there's people that are going to, and there's people that need support right now. And I don't absolutely. deny that. I don't deny that at all. But I was also looking at like, well, what happens once this initial hump has been got over yes. and we're then settled into this potentially for the long term? Yep. As we're settled into what I think will be a, a huge shift in 
the yeah collective consciousness right now of our world with how this is sweeping through. Yeah. And I love that you're bringing that up because I was actually just talking to um, someone and we were talking about how, you know, there's all of this beautiful response and immediate, which is so necessary. It is a hundred percent necessary. Um, and then the rest of us are kind of going, well, what can we do? And I think part of what we need to address is the fact that this is an ongoing thing. This isn't like over in two weeks, right? Mm. It's not going to be that way. So for an ongoing problem, you need kind of ongoing forms of support. Yeah. Um, because I know there are so many multis out there that probably have these beautiful gifts that don't necessarily fit into like a first responder category or yeah. things like that, but they probably, but they have gifts in where they could be, you know, supporting their communities or supporting their families or themselves. Yeah. Um, and, you know, through the work that you do in helping them figure out what's really calling to them. Yeah. Um, I think that could be part of that. Um, there's the first response support and then there's kind of the underlying ongoing support. And I think that's what a lot of the rest of us need to be because yeah. we're going to need that for those that responded to the first response. You know, those yes. first responders are going to need help when they, when their initial bit is done and we need yeah. everyone else needs to then carry what they've begun. That's right. It's for what, so what happens once the dust has settled? Exactly. So, yeah. um, so going back to the original question, um, so what is the process that, how do you help people walk through that? Through some kind of getting through the noise yeah. that's within a lot of us. So as I said, my first reaction was to act. Yes. And I realized very quickly that acting just straight off the bat was not the answer okay. what really was the answer actually as much as it feels uncomfortable to do it mm -hmm. is actually just to stop and pause and actually allow the feelings that you're feeling to be experienced i love that yes you know and and actually get in touch with what is it that I'm trying to respond to? What is it about this situation that is driving my anxiety? Yes. For myself, I realized it was nothing to do with getting sick, dying, mm -hmm. <laughs> even, um, had my family getting unwell. It was more actually about, it was a response to how other people were responding. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So it was actually about everybody else's panic. Mm -hmm. They say panic, you know, any, anything is contagious. Panic is contagious. Oh, so Fear good. is contagious. And so is positivity contagious. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And I kind of said, so which end of the stick do I want to be? Do I want to sit on this end of the stick that, that fuels that panic and that anxiety? Or do I want to sit on the other end? Yes. And so I decided, yeah, so I decided that the good stuff was the end where I actually wanted to be. Okay. And then how did you further narrow it down to creating this beautiful create lab? How did it kind of manifest itself? So, um, I kind of cheated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cause it, was, Cause it was actually something I'd been thinking about months ago. Okay. Um, anyway so it was something that was already in in the pipeline but so there was maybe a moment where it was like oh it's time now 
yeah so it was like this is this is the moment to put this thing out there but going back to the the explaining the pro the actual process that i would yes. take somebody through um it would be pause okay look at your feelings where is your where is this need to act coming from is it a panic response mm-hmm. or is it that better better space response yeah kind of where is it coming from yeah so what what are your what are your motives behind this are you trying to control your own anxiety by throwing something out there do something to do something do yeah. something to do something so are you avoiding the feelings yeah or is this something more than that that actually is is like it's, it goes back to the, the reason why you do the things you do in the first place. So you're kind of helping unearth, you kind of get through the noise and you go deeper and you say, what's really calling me about yes. this? Yeah. Yeah. And what, and what's the source of my anxiety? What is the source of this, this angst that I've got, which for me, yeah. it was actually other people. Yeah. It wasn't actually a personal um, anxiety. It was the, the vibes that I was picking up from other people. Sure. That was just fueling it, you know? Oh God. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're palpable in the air right now. Yeah. So, um, once I had done that and I, and in order to process that, I was, I I think we've discussed it before. I do a lot of journaling. Oh yes. So I was journaling a lot. (laughs) Sometimes you feel like you're dumping out the world's thoughts instead of your own. Yes. Yes. And, you know, and questioning myself as I was going through it and saying, you know, is this true? is this really true? Am I just saying this or is this, is this true? Yes. And really getting to the root of what, what it was that was going on for me. And then from there, reconnecting with the things that really matter to me, the, the, the reason why I do the things I do in the world and realizing that actually this ties in with lots of people's situations right now. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've shared with you, but I've also had experience of people, close people dying in my life. Mm-hmm. I've lost jobs. I've had a health crisis. <laughs> um, I've had a relationship that was questionable sure. <laughs> or collapsed. Sure. Um, and all of those moments in our lives are moments when we sit back and we have to think about, well, what am I really doing with myself? They're the moments that actually yes. frequently become transformational moments because Absolutely. we realize, you know, we can keep ourselves busy on the surface, yep. but when the, the floor com- com- is drops out from below us, we actually realize, or we can come to a point where we realize what truly matters and what we truly want to do in the world while we have the opportunity to do it yep we kind of rise from a everything crumbles and then we what stands is what's left yeah and i think honestly that's a perfect that's a perfect way to describe i think what we're going through in the world right now yeah it's been this continuous like shifting of how do i just keep this going when Mm. in reality actually what the entire world needs to do is stop for a moment and yeah. we've been presented with this new thing and we can't just keep it going. It's not about just redirecting or, um, or kind of shifting what we're doing. It's about almost like completely readdressing where we were going. Yeah. And 
um, almost like your position in the life you want to live in the world as it will be after this. I mean, there's so many questions going around. Um, but so to the person who is perhaps saying, because we multis are always busy. Yep. We're yep. always busy. We always, we always are juggling so many things, so many balls in the air. Um, what would you say to the person who says this is adding another ball in the air and I just don't have time for it? What would you say to them? Okay. Well, I would ask them which of those balls that are in the air right now are coming from a place of panic okay. and fear and which of those balls in the air are coming from that better part of you. Okay. That, what, that better, wiser part of you. So which of those balls are reactionary and which of those balls are proactive? Okay. Yeah. And would you encourage them to drop? Well, not drop, but um, almost because we have a tendency to also get caught in a very popular worldview that busy equals better. Yeah. Busy equals more successful. Busy equals we're more important. Um, would you encourage people to actually almost minimize that, not narrow down because we don't do that, but mm. um, maybe look at where those balls are coming from and encourage them to perhaps set them down for a while, even if they come back to them at another time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would say too, that um, maybe look at why, what is it that you're avoiding by doing all of those things? Okay. So what are we not looking at? So what are we, what, by keeping ourselves busy mm -hmm. and trying to carry on as the way we always have and keeping busy, what are we avoiding? What, yeah, what, we, are, what, what, are we, what is it that we don't want to look at? Such a qu big question right now. It can be really scary. Oh, it, really can. it can be really scary to look in those places. And that's, again, why I think this is actually perfect for right now, because one of the things that's resulting out of this coronavirus, this pandemic, is that we're literally, it's like we've all been sent to our room to think about what we've done. Like... <laughs> And I've seen so many posts about that and I giggle every time I see them because like the naughty teenager. Yeah. Yes. Like we literally are like, think about what you've done or what you're doing. And I'm just like, what was, am I doing okay? What am I doing? Like, and yeah. I'm also being forced to like, even in my own home, like my home was functioning my home. You know, I'm a mom. I've got two kids. I have roommates. I have, I have a lot going on in my life. That's very positive, very wonderful. But there were some things that I was, unintentional, or I won't say unintentionally, but there were some things that I was kind of consciously making the choice to sweep under the rug and I'll deal with it later. Um, yeah. I can't do that right now because I've got X, Y, and Z going on, even though I could, if it was really important, we all know we could set X, Y, and Z down Yeah, and deal with yeah. the problem because when it becomes a big enough problem, that's what we do. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so you would encourage those that are feeling too busy right now to handle anything or feeling that overwhelm to yeah. do the pause and stop. Yes. Pause yes. to stop, stop, lean into it and ask, where's this really coming from? Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't, doesn't matter whether you choose to do this create lab or not, but the point is that 
keeping busy is one thing, mm-hmm. but the number of things that you're splitting yourself across, how well are you doing those things? Yep. The jack of all trades, master of none. It, it is kind of, it is kind of like that. And I feel very hesitant to say it about it because multis, you know, we want to be doing lots of different things and it's a, it is a totally positive thing. Oh, it totally is. Yes. But we can find ourselves all the same doing things just for the sake of doing them. Yep. Um, and not, and forgetting what, what's actually where our energy really needs to go. Okay. So is that another question that you would encourage or another piece of the process that you'll be encouraging um, participants in Create Lab to do is to not only stop and pause and ask, what's this response within me, but also, um, you know, look at everything that's going on in their lives now. They're going to listen to what's really behind those things. And then um, for choosing the next thing, you ask the best questions in the world. It's one of my favorite things about talking to you because I literally sit and think about our conversations for like the next three days. <laughs> and then I come back to them in next week and I'm like, oh, that's right. Becca and I talked about this. You know, I haven't really considered this. I do it every time, like legitimately. <laughs> so um, what, what question would you form for participants to ask themselves in Create Lab or those that don't just to throw out the question, you know, you'll yeah. probably, I know you'll walk the actual participants through this process um, yeah. in, you know, a different way. But for those that are just watching this video, um, what question would you encourage them to ask about finding that thing to do? You know, so not only where is the need coming from, but what if I can think of six things right now that I would totally love to do or feel would help, but I can't they all seem equal in my mind. What would you do for moving forward with their next project? Right. That would be meaningful. I asked a friend, I said, which of these sounds the most interesting? Yeah, that's true. I remember, um, yeah, I remember you asking which one felt more relevant to which one um, felt more meaningful right now, or like it would actually help. and would you say that um, coming into Create Lab, would you say that almost like having a, um, I don't want to say small, but like um, a more intimate community in that program, do you think that'll be a key piece in kind of bouncing off of each other like we multis love to do? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think we, you know, we can only get so far with our own brain. <laughs> oh, yes. We, just, <laughs> we, we spin ourselves in circles. I mean, all the time. Yeah, so we can only get so far with our own brain, and that's another reason why this Create Lab was created because um, I felt from the feedback that I'd received that we are excellent at knowing exactly what the steps should be, but at the same time, we don't act. We, we res- don't, we, yeah. We, 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 we refrain and pull back from acting. And so um, it's that doorway again, the cat at the doorway. Yeah. Yeah. Where we're literally like, this is the thing I want to do. I can't wait yeah. for this door to open so I can do this thing. And then it opens and we go, ah, and we run. <laughs> like, maybe that wasn't the right thing. You know, I should think about this a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's, that's kind of the point of this, this space is that you have people who are in the same, same position as yourself. Yes. So you're not alone. You're not crazy. You're not, you're not alone. You're not crazy. You're definitely not crazy. Um, 
that you can bounce ideas off of and say, you know, I've got this crazy idea. Is it really crazy? You know, you've, you've, you've also, also, yeah, you've done the same with me. You've come back to me and said, I've got this crazy idea. I'm going through this, this like revelation stage or transformational stage. And I've got this crazy idea. Yeah. Is is it really crazy or is it actually doable? It's like a weird existential multi-crisis. Like it's just something we do, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So actually having, having other people who know where you're coming from to bounce those ideas off of. And actually say, no, that's, that, that's not crazy after all. That, that totally works. Yeah. And that is absolutely something that I've found has helped me. And like, especially yeah. having another multi like you yeah. to bounce things off of. I mean, it's, I find that the more you, em- we embrace our multiness or my favorite word that I learned from you the very first time we talked, which was polymath, which I had never yeah. heard before. Fun fact. Um, that ever since I learned that, I find that you start noticing it in other people and you start bonding without even really meaning to bond. It's just yeah. all of a sudden you're like, like my question I used to ask people was like, are you a crafty person? And there were some people that would look at me like, what do you mean? And they would be, but they just didn't use that term. And then yeah. there were other people who would be like, yes, I do knitting and crocheting and I, I buy books and blah, 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 all this stuff. And they would, they would give me their shopping list of all these skills that they um, mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. and, um, And then I found the more that I was like, what do you guys like to do? Like, I'm someone who dabbles in everything. Dabbler became my favorite word because that was one that everybody who's a multi-passionate person was like, oh yes, I dabble in everything. Like, (laughs) because we do, we dip our fingers in everything just to see if we like it. Yeah. It goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where we, we, we do dabble in everything. We do. to, To find out what it is that we really like. Yeah. And we don't find it until we're in it. That's, that's, no our sometimes our downfall is we don't is I know mine especially is all like if I decide I want to do a craft I will buy all of the tools for that craft I will buy all of the supplies and then I'll do it for the first time realize I hate it and then never touch it again <laughs> like <laughs> and I feel like that's something that a lot of people go through but oh yeah I've been there done that <laughs> oh yes but then what's funny is now I've accumulated enough stuff and this is a good analogy actually for the skills that we accumulate too but, and you're actually someone who helped me see this, by the way, the kind of the web of how everything comes together and springs from this, um, this gift that is expressing itself in so many different ways. I found that if to, to put it in terms of craft supplies, um, I have dabbled and tried enough different things, different things that I now have tools to express this in whatever way it decides to come out, even in brand new ways. I, I almost have I found that the skills that I've accumulated um, become more comprehensive than I realize. Like it's not singular things; mm. it actually builds upon itself. Mm, mm, mm. Do you find that that's the same for you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And in, and that's the going back to the term polymath. Yes. Um, that's really what um, I like to try and encourage is the integration. Yeah of those things. And that's really where I'm coming from with this umbrella idea is that all of those things, those tools, those, those bits of knowledge. Yes. They're actually integrated in your umbrella. They yes, become they, integrated. We all so, have a tendency so, to think they're outside the umbrella, but really they're underneath this beautiful umbrella. Yeah. 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 Yes. I love, that's been one of the things that talking to you has, um, sort of nurtured within me is this idea that like, um, and just kind of sparked within me this idea that it was all connected. 
it's all been connected the whole time. I was the one who was keeping it separate and thinking that they couldn't mix. Yes. Um, and I was thinking about it this morning and I was like, what if, what if someone got this really cool idea to make a bench that involved both wood and metal materials? Mm -hmm. They would have to know how to work with both metal and wood materials. Right. So, um, if you have a woodworker who's like, well, I'm a woodworker, I can't work with metal. They may, they may spend their life thinking, oh, this is my thing. I'm not allowed to go do anything else because it'll take away from my thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And in reality, if they would go dabble in metalworking, they may find another thing that they love that then adds and builds on a craft that they were already taking part of. Yeah. And I was thinking yeah. about that this morning and I was like, that's exactly how I feel sometimes when you and I are talking is, um, you have this beautiful gift of, because you are one and you know the struggle of it, uh, you have this beautiful gift of reassuring multis that it's all part of this beautiful painting that's being made. And um, none of it's pointless. None of it is, you know, silly or stupid. It all has the purpose behind it of this gift trying to express itself into the world. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And the wonderful thing about multis is because we're so willing to learn new things mm -hmm. by dipping, going back to your analogy of the wood and, and metal yes. chair. Yeah. Is by learning about both of those methods, mm -hmm. you discover that actually you, you look at, if you come from woodworking and you go and play with metalworking, for example, vice versa, yeah. You look at something and go, oh, that's how that thing is put together in that, with that material. Mm -hmm. I, could actually re I could actually incorporate the way that that is built and done in woodworking. Yes. And you actually start to see how those different skills mm -hmm. actually can help inform the one that you then take back, go back to. Yeah, they almost nourish each other in a way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, again, that goes back to this umbrella thing mm -hmm. is that you are, you know, picking up information from different places and different tools and different interests, Yep. but they all come back to inform your umbrella. So would you say that that is something, um, you actually have a rich, sorry, so you actually have oh, a richer, no. you actually have a richer product at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and by product, I mean, I don't just mean like, you know, a book or whatever, but product being no, the thing that you create. Meaning, um, yeah, just whatever it is that you do, maybe your service becomes better because you're able to um, incorporate a facet that other people don't think about, you know? Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, that's been really interesting. I've loved hearing about Create Lab, actually. It's been, I've been loving it because for me, this is a space that I wish had existed. Like <laughs> I have found myself almost like waiting for like someone to be like, Hey, guess what? I'm going to help you figure out what the heck you want to do. And then not only that, I'm going to help you nurture it yeah. and not in a way that, and not in a way that makes me feel like I'm trapped. No, because you know, again, it comes back to that analogy of cutting limbs off when, um, we are full of analogies, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> but it is. That's, the way, like, that's, that's the, the way of life. Sometimes that's the only way I comprehend these things. But it's like, you know, one of the things that always makes me nervous about any program where it's promised that they'll help you narrow in on the one thing and stuff like that and choose one thing and stick to it is I literally go, but what if halfway through I decide it's dumb and I don't want to do it anymore? Like, 
you know? <laughs> Instead, I feel like coming from someone who understands that, that, um, that enriching, no skill is stupid, no, no path traveled, um, you know, doesn't help in some way come back to yeah. that initial gift. Um, would you say that going through Create Lab, even if people are choosing one thing, let's say they get halfway through and they decide, you know what, this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, but I, I've learned a lot. What would you say to the multi who then goes, maybe I want to pick a new project. Would you say, no, you have to stick with this one or would it be more like, <laughs> or would it be more like, would you have them reflect? What would you have them do if they're finding that the project that they pick ends up being the quote unquote wrong one in other people's terms? Yeah. So I would say, because I've had that experience myself. Yes. Is me too. I would would do that stop and reflect. Okay, so pause once again. Pause. So pause and reflect. Uh, and also I would ask, would ask that person, but what is wrong with continuing with this one? Oh, I like that. Yes. What what actually is wrong with continuing this one? So almost like and actually and actually bringing it to to its completion. We, I mean, I'm doing Create Lab in three month chunks. Yes, because that's the other wonderful thing about multis is we don't like long term planning. <laughs> we don't because we do. We want we end up wanting to switch paths because you know, we get don't ever ask me. And... Don't ever ask me what is your five year plan. Oh my god, I never have an answer to that. <laughs> I never do. So I've been me, six different things in the last year. Don't ask me five years from now. No, no, exactly. So having three month chunks means that from the outset, you can say, okay, I'm only going to do this for three months. Mm -hmm. This is a three month experiment. Which is enough to actually, you know, if you're not perfect at it at first, that's fine. And you can kind of keep developing and decide whether or not you actually like it. It's almost like coming back to that question of where is this actually coming from that you're wanting yeah. to stop? And when you pause and you stop and you go, what am I really responding to? Is this yeah. coming from that stillness within me or is it coming from just, I'm getting uncomfortable because I don't go, normally go this far. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing is what we multis tend to sort of get a little, um, apprehensive as things get closer towards the end we do we get itchy well we can get itchy but also we it can actually the completion of things can become um fearful yeah because then what do we do with it because like what happens next what happens when this thing actually exists yeah and so we go okay well if i i, I don't have to face that if i cut it off now yeah i don't have to look at it i don't have to if look I, at what comes next yeah, I don't. I can cut my ties now, and then I don't have to worry about the fallout from what happens if I do finish this. Yes. So my so in the other side of that, I would say, well, by completing this thing, even if it's not the right thing, yeah, but completing this thing, you can actually put it in your book of I did that. Yeah, I finished that. Yeah, like what? And I think that, learn. and that can be the other thing that multis suffer with is that that um, we often feel that we lack um, value because we don't complete things. We don't have enough evidence behind us of completed things. Oh yeah, it's um, 
it comes back to that same fear. We're, sta- we're standing at the door, meowing at the door, ready for it to open, right? And then, <laughs> and then it opens and we bolt away because yeah. we're so scared of what happens next. What if this person actually talks to me? Oh my God, I wasn't prepared to hold actual conversation. I was just focused on getting them to open the door. Like, yeah. I didn't think about what happened next. Yeah. You know, it's always that, yeah. like in the movies where you're watching that moment where they do the thing and they're like, now what? And the person goes, I have no idea. I didn't think that would work. Like, you know, that moment, I feel like we kind of perpetually live our life that way. Like, I bought the camera. I didn't really expect myself to use it. You know, like, <laughs> you know it's just, I just really wanted to try it one time. Like, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, that's, um, that's so true. Because simultaneously, it's like wanting to be seen, but not wanting to be seen. But also it's this feeling of, I know in myself, at least I've had this desperate feeling to just have one thing done. Yes. And like that would ease so much of the pressure off of my chest and Mm. really where that pressure comes from, at least for me. And you've actually helped me with this a little bit too, which is another reason that I'm like, people get in create lab because (laughs) you did such a good job of facilitating being able to look at where that actually comes from yeah, and say, for me, it actually doesn't come from the fact, I don't really care that I have 50 unfinished projects. I know I'm going to get to them in their own time. (laughs) I am not bothered by it, but it's the fear of what others around us perceive us as in that, you know, we're the person that switched careers six times. We're the person that maybe had four or five different majors in college, or, you know, maybe we're the person that refuses to go to college till we figure out what we want to do, but that seems like it's never going to happen, you know, or things like that. I love the way that you facilitate being able to look at those things yeah, and say, what's, what are you really responding to in that moment? Are you responding to that? You just don't want to be judged by other people or are you responding to the fact that you really don't want to do these things that you really are bothered? Cause if you really are bothered, go finish the stuff. But it's, it's a really unique process. I think that to be a multi-passionate in this world And I love that you're coming forward and creating programs like this, because like I said, I have been waiting. Like, I feel like, honestly, I have been waiting for these types of things to be created. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a one of a kind support. Yeah. Um, And so one thing I also want to make sure that we cover is the fact that Create Lab is actually um, almost like, um, what were you, almost like a membership in a way. Yeah. Yeah, that it goes in these three month spurts so that mm-hmm. there's still not that commitment. There's not yes. that commitment like, you know, you have to yes. hit a year in advance and work yes. on four projects in that year. No, yes. you can just say, hey, I need help with, I'm really enjoying this project right now, but I need something to support and help me, kind of support me so I can bounce off of other people and, and build this. And then in three months, if I hate it, fine, whatever, but at least I've done it. And I had the support and I won't look back thinking, man, if I had just made time for it, do you think this will help people kind of almost carve out space for their, in their lives for what they're working on? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think right now at this time, Mm -hmm. when there's so much noise, so much clamoring that to have a space, a dedicated space to kind of put the blinkers on a little, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, we're not put. I'm not actually confining people in a room altogether. This is <laughs> no, an online blinders up and yeah. But you know, it's it's an online uh, space. Yeah, but it is that container where you can 
for for a witchy analogy sure is brew your brew your potion in yeah. that cauldron so Not the space is the cauldron. And throw things in it just yeah so you you the space is the cauldron and you've yeah. got space to to brew your potion yeah i think that's i love the way that you've created this program to actually facilitate this yeah. and um allow these you know we're beautiful unique individuals just as much as everyone else just because we don't have our one thing figured out yet doesn't mean that we're not working on it like mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm working on it i'm just trying some things yeah um and you know i love that this program exists i just cannot say that enough <laughs> i love it so much i am so overjoyed that you're putting it out there because i think I think there are so many people that are going to see this and go, Oh, finally, (laughs) finally someone gets it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think you're going to help a lot of people. Well, I hope so. I hope so. And going back to the the structure that I've um, envisaged for this create lab. Yes, please. Because again, multis don't like structure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, apart from that initial decision-making, process the rest of it is going to unfold organically oh okay so so you'll allow it to actually kind of as you bring in these unique individuals that with all their different things yeah you're kind of allowing it to almost enrich itself and build upon itself which is perfect yeah and i i have resisted giving it too much structure because i i've been in i've been in um programs before where there has been a structure and then because of my multiness my the structure doesn't work with that no we almost have to like start over again because we like think because it's like we get halfway through and we go oh wait I think I did this you know I actually want to go this way and then we feel like we have to start over with it yeah and we start to you know you start to feel like you're behind everybody else and I and I just didn't want to have a space where people would felt like they had to play catch up yeah. Because that's the, the purpose of this group is not is not for my benefit. Yeah, there's no goalpost. You know, I'm I mean, for my benefit, I would have, you know, um a st- stiff structure about, you know, this week we're gonna do this and this week we're gonna sure. do that. By this point you should have got this far. I, I don't wanna do that because that that kind of structure is for my benefit. Yeah. The whole point of Create Lab is for your benefit. Yeah. So the, to give us breathing room, because we do, we kind of, we, you need, we need a space to just go bananas in. Like, <laughs> we do like, and that's, really, yeah. and that sounds ridiculous because that sounds like also, I know that, um, and I've heard this from other people who just don't, they don't, they don't behave this way and they don't, um, their natural tendencies are not to do this. They are not really multis. Cause I think humans to some degree, we're all curious and we want to try different things, but multi-passionate people like we can't we can't ignore it we can't turn it off and just go to do a thing the same thing every day we slowly die inside yeah but when we're given this container where we know we're safe to explore we know we're safe to try things out when we're giving these beautiful containers that feel safe and comfortable and yet exciting at the same time like we're Mm -hmm. um and allow us to just kind of splatter all over the walls and try things, just hit my own sweater. Um, (laughs) I think that's what's, I think that's what's so unique about your program is that's what you're allowing people to do. 
Yeah. But still in a guided enough way where they don't feel like they're, you know, just being put in a room to splatter on the walls. They're, yeah. you, you actually do have this process that you're helping guide them through that you've been through yourself. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then the other thing that's really important to me in this group mm-hmm. is that I, my sole purpose of being there is to help you get over those hurdles. Yeah. Is to get over those hurdles of I, I'm resisting moving forward because. Yeah. And, and that's my purpose to be there is to help you overcome those and really work out what's going on for you underneath. Yeah. I, I love that. I, I love that you're coming forward in that kind of support because that is, I think, something that needs, I think that's something that needs to exist right now because a lot of people are going, how can I help? And then we freeze and we need someone to almost kind of not hold our hand, but kind of sit with us and be like, hey, it's okay. Breathe, breathe. You can still help. Let's just look at how. Um, With the community aspect Mm -hmm. of, I think this is what we're also learning as a world right now, how, Mm. how connected we truly are and how much we cannot just do everything by ourselves. Yes. Um, especially as just even services can't be performed because they're not essential. Yeah. Um, which is all fair. Not at all putting that down. And what we were just talking about with where, you know, you get to do the thing and then holding ourselves accountable, not even really accountable, but almost just the act of passing it to someone else to do what they do with it. And it builds on itself and makes this beautiful thing. And then it gets put out into the world. And it's like, it's not all on us to get yeah. it out there. Yeah. So um, one thing that I know me personally, I am so looking forward to, because guys, I'm totally hopping on Create Lab. <laughs> um, one thing that I am very excited for when I hop in is this community of like-minded people where you almost come together and it's like, you do get to share your skills and all of your different things and um bounce things around to make something more beautiful out of it yeah and then maybe feel not only are you not feeling alone during the process but you have help that you value and um almost makes it easier to get things out there because like i know once i found you putting putting certain things out there after bouncing back and forth with you was a million times easier yeah sometimes even than if I had just sat and thought myself to death about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that's one of the key pieces of, you know, people are going to go, well, why would I join a program right now? Why would I do these things right now? And I think part of it is because otherwise you're going to sit and think yourself to death. Yes. And sometimes it, and sometimes I think when we're just doing, and this might just be me and I'm, but I have found that when I don't have some sort of skin in the game, mm-hmm. I don't keep up and I don't really yeah. value it as much. I don't put as much intention in there yeah. as needs to be Yeah, to bring something to fruition and nurture it. Yes. Yes. I, I totally agree. Agree. Um, Cause I've run 
free things before. I've participated in free things before. Oh, I, me too. So many. You know, in mean, the number of free downloads that people have, you know, you have them just cluttering up your your my desktop, inbox. You know, you I have so many things inbox. I haven't even opened. Yeah, and silly things that you go. Oh, at the time you go. Oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll use that. I'll need that. I'll whatever. And then you don't. No, it just sits there. It just sits there. It'll still be there. Yeah. Um, but the things I have paid for mm-hmm. that I've financially invested in, yep. I've also emotionally, physically, mentally invested in. Yeah. Because it's like making the choice to open the door and step into the space. Yeah. So it's the 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 monetary exchange is it's not about the money. No. It's not at all. It's it's never about the money. It's about the commitment to step up yeah. and, do the, and do the thing. Yeah, kind of like what we were talking about earlier with um, sometimes in our hesitancy to put those things forward, it's because, you know, we say it's, oh, it's money, it's money, it's money. But sometimes the reason that we're not willing to step forward with that whatever project it may be or whatever for a lot of people, I know for me specifically, it was like, you know, going for my business and things like that. One of the main things I'd be like, I don't have the money for that. So obviously I can't take this really cool program, stuff like that. And sometimes that is legitimately true. Sometimes we don't. Uh, absolutely. I mean, th- there are legitimate reasons why you should not invest in things. Yes, the there are. And, um, and I think sometimes it comes back to this same concept that is pervading everything we're talking about today, which is to pause and ask what am I really responding to? Yeah. Is what's within me coming from a fact that this is just not the right time maybe, or maybe it's, you know, not just, it's just not the right decision to make right now. Or is it coming from the fact of I'm scared? Yeah. Am I just scared of what will happen? Am I scared yeah. that I won't complete it? Yeah. Excuse me. Um, Cause I know for me, sometimes it came from actually a place of, what if I do this thing and nothing comes of it? Yeah. Because here I have this coach telling me it's going to help me focus on this one thing and I'm going to get through and I'm going to complete the thing and it's going to be perfect and I'll know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Fun fact that never happened. I have, I have something to say about that. Oh, please do. Yes. It is that nothing that you invest in is ever wasted. And that's the wonderful thing about multis. Yes. Yes. Nothing is ever wasted. Nothing is. Even if, even if you don't get the results that you thought you were going to get or yep. that somebody told you you were going to get from the beginning and you don't get those results, you get different results. Yes. We still take it away. You still have, you still get something to take away. Yes. And yes. more often than not, I have found that the takeaway is actually discovering more about who I am and how I work and what's important to me, what doesn't work. Yes. What I don't want. Do you know what? Finding out what you don't want as a multi is amazing. (laughs) It is because it's almost like, oh, thank God I don't have to pour any energy down that anymore. Yeah, exactly. Cutting off that dead limb felt great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then it allows you to feed the things that do work for you. Yes. And so that would be a lovely, what you just said there was, I mean, perfect to address a really common one that I hear all the time, which is what if this doesn't work? (laughs) That's my favorite question because I have caught myself asking that so many times, because again, this comes from a huge thing about kind of 
everybody else around you looking in at you and going, why couldn't you just do it? Or you paid money for this or, you know, all these judgments that get passed on it. Like, what do you mean you paid X amount of dollars and decided not to even pursue it? You know, like changing your college major. What do you mean you've invested all this time and you're going to switch it one semester before you graduate? You know, all these things. But what people don't realize is that's actually us not weeding through, but actually kind of discovering what works and what doesn't for us and for where our energy flows in the world. Yeah. You know? You've Um, actually highlighted something that made me think that, in fact, multis are really awesome at risk. We are, actually. We are actually amazing, amazingly willing to risk. We are, and I think it's because we've literally, we've, um, I don't want to say changed identities so many times, but like, but I think it's because we've been so many different variations of ourselves in the past Yeah. that I don't think we, I think a lot of times it's only if we've denied that within ourselves that we get really scared to mm. do it again. Yeah. Cause I know yeah. like, um, one of the things that I, I constantly struggle with is this idea that I'm fine taking the risk. I'm fine because I, I know regardless, I'll get something out of it. Um, it's walking others around me through that, that can be difficult, but it also comes from the fact that, and this is one that I would, if you're comfortable, I would love to touch on mm-hmm. is what do you say to the, per, to the multi that is sitting there going, I desperately want to do this thing, but it require, but you can feel, how do I want to put this? What do you say to the multi who wants something more in their life, but is already grateful for what they have? And they, you know, a lot of us multis, we do enough things and we find enough of what we like to where um, we can sometimes feel greedy for pursuing things mm. um, when others aren't. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Um, it I'm does. Trying to and narrow it, in on what I'm asking. Yeah, and it and it relates back. It, funnily enough, it relates to this current event, the pandemic, and yeah. the guilt. Yeah, and it's like the guilt about why am I allowed to be happy if other people aren't? Yeah, it's a constant thing. Why so, should I be allowed to try this thing when other people don't have that? Yeah. Why should I? Why should I set? Why should I want to? have more, get more, do more when I already have so much. Yeah. And that, I mean, that ties directly into where, what I've, I know what I've been talking about recently with being a seeker and just, just, I know there's more and I want to go more, but it's like, you're almost just waiting for someone to just say, it's okay, go ahead. And I don't know about you, but as a multi, I think that is something that plays a huge part in everything I do. Yeah. is I know there's more, there's more to enrich this with more ways to express this, this thing inside me wants to express itself in so many different ways and figure out exactly how it is in this world. Yeah. Um, but I do think there's a part of us that are always, we're always kind of almost looking for permission yeah. to do so. Yeah. 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 
and I, that it, it's partly it, the the more the searching for more is innate human drive. Absolutely. Yeah, Otherwise, no. we wouldn't have anything that we have now. No. So the 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 drive for more is a human innate need or desire motive. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but at the, so it's balancing where that more is coming from. Yes. Is it more for the sake of more? Or is, is, it, it, is it, am I just accumulating for the sake of accumulating? Is it whether that's just accumulating information or whether that's on a shelf or knickknacks on a shelf? I'm just accumulating, accumulating, but for what purpose am I accumulating? Yes. yes. What does this play? What, yeah. what, why am I doing this? Yes. What, what need am I actually trying to meet by doing more? Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, and there's absolutely no, the other interesting thing is that we are pieces of the universe. Yes. Individually, we are pieces of the universe. The universe is constantly expanding. Yep. And as pieces of the universe, we are constantly expanding. Oh, yes. Yes. We are are only doing the thing that is part of the universe process. Yes. Yes. So that, that need, that pull, that drive to expand, to do more, to grow. Yeah. It's, it's, source energy for want of a better word for a bit of a term no no that's perfect you know we are we are individual pieces we are part of the universe and as as a part of the universe we're we're part of the mechanism of how the universe works yes we're not separate from it we don't we can't step ourselves outside of it we we are literally a working functioning needed piece in the universe yep we're without you know without us the universe wouldn't work the same way. Exactly. God, isn't that beautiful? It's one of my so, deepest core beliefs. <laughs> right there, you just spouted it back to me. <laughs> so th- that's where that drive comes from, is we are just expressing what the universe wants. Yeah, when we're in a state of being instead of a state of thinking. Yeah. 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 So going back to the well, why should I do more if, if, you know, I've already got so much or I'm feeling guilty yes. that other people don't have as much as I have. What impact could you make if you had more or did more? Yeah. I or love were the, more or were more. Yes. I love thinking about it as if I, you know, if I have more to me, that's more to give. Um, and I don't necessarily mean that in like money or physical things, but like, even like with skills, you know, like, um, I don't have an example off the top of my head that doesn't reference this video directly, but like, (laughs) but you know, it's, I, I feel like we have the ability to give more when we do know more, when we have, when we're able to do more, when we're, when we are more, you know, we're able to enrich everyone around us who can, you know, it all comes back to enriching each other and yeah. um, that community aspect. Yeah. Thank you for falling down that rabbit hole with me. (laughs) Oh, probably a conversation for another time as well. 
I know. I'd, I'm sure I'll be texting you about this later. I'll be like, for the next three days, I'll be going, oh my God, like I talked about earlier. We just go off on tangents all the time. Yeah, We do, but that's why I love us. That's why I love us. <laughs> oh, you know what we haven't covered? Where can people find you? Oh, where can people find me? Oh, where can people where can find me? Where can people find you if they want to sign up for this beautiful Create Lab and they see the amazing value and amazing container that you're creating and support system that you're building cool. i mean well i am i'm very easy to find because i'm um don't have a lot of outposts at the present moment the first port of call for people is my facebook page okay. which is coaching with becca okay so that's really simple to find me um okay. i'm also on linkedin but that's more difficult to find i think but sure. first port, first port of call is the faith, my Facebook page coaching with Becca. All right. And then is that how, if someone was looking to contact you directly, um, would you prefer that they message you on there? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's, let's keep everything simple. So yeah, you can, I love it. You know, me message me, message me through that. Um, you can comment on a thread, um, whichever. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You have so much to share and <laughs> I cannot wait to see how all the skills that you have will come together in this beautiful program to facilitate and nourish others. I, I think it's so beautiful and I'm so happy that you are stepping forward to do this because I think it is so deeply needed. Yes. Yes. I'm very much looking forward to offering this. If anybody has got any questions about the program, then they can message me. Um, there's not a lot of time between um now and the official start of it but sure. um and i'm not exactly i'm not exactly going anywhere we're all in quarantine uh, i know so. <laughs> where are we all going we're not gonna um, um, i haven't got i haven't got any hot dates at the moment so um <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah i'm pretty much at the other end of whichever device you wish to contact me on okay and for those listening, when does this beautiful program start? Because I know when I like, I always like to, you know, when I enroll in something, I'm always like, I want to start now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, now. it is, it is very imminent. And um, I did contemplate postponing it just that little bit longer. Um, but at the, in the, at the ultimate, I decided that, no, I wanted to start it as soon as I possibly could. Um, and it officially opens on the 10th of April. That's Yay. Friday, the 10th of April. All yeah. right. And people can hop in now and that's when it act the... Yeah, like, that's, when, that's when it all actually kicks off and the doors open and I'll say hi and welcome. Um, oh, and we'll, cool. proceed, we'll proceed on from that point. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. That's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Um, all right. So to all of the beautiful multi-passionate souls out there if you were to leave them with one thing to take away from today what would that be that's a really good question i know it's it's like me asking you hey what do you do or what's one thing <laughs> you would tell them to go do right <laughs> okay so how's this give me a few things just a few nuggets of wisdom that you would pass on to any multi-passionate out there who needs that who okay. needs that support so you're not crazy for doing all the things <laughs> you're not crazy for doing all the things okay all the things are tools in your kit 
Part of a bigger image. Part of a bigger image. And right now, multis are very much needed because we know how to dance with the unknown. Yes, something we are very skilled at. We are incredibly skilled at dancing with the unknown. And so if, if there is nothing else that you have to offer people, it's showing them how to dance with the unknown. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. So if you feel like you have nothing else to offer, that is your offer. Oh, I know there are going to be so many people out there that need to hear that right now. So thank you for your time, Becca. And as said before, we can find you on your wonderful Facebook page, Coaching with Becca. Mm -hmm. I will put a link so that people can access it. They can check out your posts. Um, I know there are many people that will find not only comfort, but a little bit of excitement in this mm, and mm. at the prospect of being a part of it. So yeah. Create Lab starts April 10th and is here for all of us multis who are ready to just do it already. Well, thank you too, Lauren, for hosting this. Absolutely. Fascinating interview. <laughs> um, it has been always a pleasure to have a conversation with you. Thank you very much.